You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Yeah, it's Community Now. It's the final show of the month, and that means we welcome uh, the Community Action Network to the show to reveal um, who is going to be the uh, Community Action Network hero in the spotlight for the month of April. Just rolls off the tongue uh, there, doesn't it, um, that title? Um, well, we'll do that very, very shortly. Uh, before that, we want to get latest news from the Community Action Network, and maybe you're a new listener uh, to Community Now here on Hope FM. I'm not sure who the Community Action Network here. Well, it's a good job that we got someone right here to tell us all about it so there's no hannah uh, this month uh, so instead we've got uh, a marina instead a membership development lead at the community action network a very good morning good morning dan nice well, to meet you lovely to have you um in just to start off for anyone that doesn't know about the community action network um who you are and what you do the brilliant work uh, that you do with bringing together various organizations and charities um across the area tell us a bit about can Council are an amazing organisation. We exist to help voluntary organisations to flourish, to connect communities, whether it be people working in charities, individuals, businesses mm. and the public sector. Um, we are here to help connect, engage and enable and empower the voluntary sector. Yeah, and a brilliant work that you've done uh, as well. And over the couple of years that you've been uh, coming in, joining us here um, on Hope FM, we've seen some brilliant organisations and really celebrating the work that they're doing and the work that CAN is doing to to empower those um, organisations and charities, like you say, individuals um, as well. But in terms of latest news uh, from CAN, as this is your first time leading the CAN conversation on um, a community. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I'm the membership development lead for CAN. I've been in place since uh, last October. Um, I work with different organisations to encourage them to join, uh, to let them know how we can help them Mm. in terms of empowering, enabling and connecting. In fact, we have three teams that do exactly that. Um, So we can help voluntary organisations and CIOs Mm. setting themselves up with uh, advice about governance, finance, Mm. all the things that they need to have in place. We have a volunteering hub, uh, which is to enable people to volunteer, but organisations seeking volunteers Mm. to place uh, their roles with us. And we have a connect team, which uh, networks and uh, gets uh, different organisations together so that they can share news and raise their profile and awareness. Well, we've seen, especially over the, well, the last couple of years, whether that be COVID or in recent times with cost of living, uh, the, the reliance from the public on um, on charity and, and organisations away from business um, during these very stressful um, times um, indeed. Um, and those organisations, they're doing just completely invaluable work in the community where maybe um, the, the private sector or, or normal business or whatever has sort of fallen by the wayside whether for mm-hmm. various reasons with and it all comes down to really money doesn't it and the the reliance on volunteers um, has always been has always been um, absolutely important here but never more so much than um, than it is now Yes, they're a vital, the, the volunteers make a vital contribution to our society. And uh, as part of this also, we are um, engaging with businesses as well. We've launched... Yeah. Uh, so so you obviously, you're bringing on, on those charities and organisations uh, to be uh, like members of CAN and the, the benefits that, that come with that. But we are going to talk today, going to uh, focus in on that sort of other membership arm of CAN. And like you say, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the business membership and how you want to bring in local businesses um, to support those charities that you support a network with so tell tell us a bit about um, the business membership side of a community action network 
Okay, so the business um, the business membership side is really an opportunity for local businesses with a social conscience to connect with like-minded businesses, charities, communities, groups, and also our council and NHS colleagues. Um, really uh, working with local organisations. So it's uh, instead of maybe supporting massive national organisations, it's a chance to engage on uh, a local and regional level. Um, it's a chance to also partner with them in, uh, to make big things happen. You know, businesses have so many different skills mm. uh, and charities can't afford those skills. Mm. And uh, what we found is that a lot of businesses have looked at very inventive ways of supporting and working with charities and that's what we're looking to develop. Okay, so what, what does that look like then? So, so give us maybe an ex- not okay. a specific you don't have to name the businesses or the <laughs> charities but a, say a charity um, uh, came to you and said um, we need we, we really need help with our bookkeeping. Um, what could the businesses the business membership, members mm-hmm. do to help that? Uh, basically uh, we, can, we can promote that role through the volunteering hub. For example, a lot of charities need uh, trustees would like to have trustees mm, who also yeah. want to support their schools and their local area um, these these sort of volunteering roles are can be quite small maybe an hour or two a month they're not necessarily a massive commitment um, a lot of businesses are aware of opportunities such as painting a wall or perhaps sure. doing a gardening project mm. but might not be aware of um, the fact that some of their skills like PR or marketing mm. or finance or IT might be useful to a smaller charity that would benefit just maybe from an hour or two a month um, and that would make a significant difference to the charity and also uh, what we found from studies is that volunteering uh, and employer supported volunteering increases staff retention, morale, empowers uh, um, and enables the well-being of staff members so we have examples of organisations that match fund people who Mm. do sponsored events Um, there are hotels in Bournemouth that have special rooms equipped with uh, disabled facilities Mm. so that families with a disabled uh, member can stay maybe for a weekend Um, also one or two of the hotels are involved with a room for reward scheme uh, yeah. which is where rooms which are not being used can be made available to charities to celebrate uh, volunteers who've gone maybe the extra mile so if businesses are listening or anyone's listening who is is a business and thinks that they might want to um get involved with community action network and offer either offer their, their services or um anything that can help these organizations what they need to do uh, if they could contact me in the first place, um, so uh, if you could contact me at CAN, that's Community Action Network, um, the uh, website, just to find out more about it, mm. is www.can100.org, uh, or email us on hello at can100.org. Uh, we also have an, um, we also know that uh, people like um, hairdressers and plumbers mm. and furniture removers um, uh, also can help a great deal for small organisations that might be helping people leaving hospital mm. um, or somebody who may need befriending. Uh, th- again, these are me- these are areas that people can make a huge difference to people's lives. Let's find out about some of those um, events that are coming up over the next. Over next month i guess including
including um, the volunteer fairs. Yes, absolutely, the volunteer fairs. Uh, I'm going to start with those, in fact. Um, So if you're interested in volunteering and want to find out more, um, we've got two events coming up. There's no need to book. You can just rock up. Mm -hmm. And there are different charities at each event. So uh, the first one is the 7th of June from 10 to 1 at the Spire in Poole. Mm -hmm. That's behind Wesley's Cafe just on the High Street. And the second one is on the 9th of June, again, 10 to 1, at Bournemouth Library on the second floor. So do come along and talk. There'll be lots of charities there to meet. And also our team will be there to tell you more about volunteering and to help find that perfect role for you. Yeah, fantastic. And of course, um, if you haven't quite got a pen and paper to hand, we'll remind you of those dates, but you can also go online. If you're able to go online, of course, um, and you have internet access, head over to cam100.org. For people who maybe don't have internet access because not everyone does uh not everyone wants to have a computer at home um i much prefer to pick up a phone uh, perhaps where can they wh- where can they ring to find more information okay dan where they can ring is 01202 466 130 just repeat it 01202 466130. Excellent. So that's the volunteer fairs coming up in June. Tell us about the Wellbeing Collaborative. I know we've touched upon it um, with, with Hannah in, in, in recent times, um, but just just remind people what the Wellbeing Collaborative is. <laughs> the Wellbeing Collaborative is a very uh, uh, big part of what we do. Um, mm. We uh, work with people leaving hospital to give them the support to enable them to get home, mm. uh, whether that be having furniture moved uh, in, within their home to create mm-hmm. space for a hospital bed that's one arm of it um, we also have uh, uh, different information system uh, stations where you can come and find out information about well-being so that could be social activities or food and finance bereavement um, help with home transport and get to know about all these things and more and we're holding uh, we hold those regularly mm-hmm. at four places castle point library pool library Christchurch Library and Boscombe Library and all the details of those will be on our website if yeah. you've missed that list now. Yeah, or available I just saw someone can give those details over or the phone Facebook as well. As well. Or on Facebook too. Yeah. So that's the well-being collaborative of those those locations there. What would you what would you say was the 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 urgent uh, the urgent thing that's needed over the, the next little while because we were talking off air about um, some of those like pressing volunteer roles that mm. are really looking to be filled for some of those local charities and organisations. Absolutely. There seems to be a big need for drivers at the moment. If you enjoy driving mm. and have some spare time and would like to make a big difference, a significant difference to many people's lives. Um, we had the wonderful Sedcat on last, last month, month yeah. who were amazing, uh, always seeking drivers. Faithworks is another charity charity mm. um, and the MS Centre as well are uh, all on our website uh, seeking people who would like to make a difference yep. to people's lives. Um, if you fancy being outside and doing something a bit different uh, there's also marshalling at the Diverse Abilities Neon Run in Pool Park. Yeah that's coming up. Yeah 22nd of April um, So, uh, and the Dorset uh, Family History uh, Society mm. would uh, like people with some IT skills. Oh fantastic so it doesn't matter what skill you've got there would be and if yeah. you're interested in volunteering um there is a role um for you that website again is cam100.org that phone number again is 01202 466 okay well you mentioned that the um said cat of course they were the hero in the spotlight for the month of march and well we're nearly at the end of march so i guess we gotta uh, reveal 
who the um, spotlight hero is um, for April. And it's all tied up, I guess, with the with something that's coming up in April, which is Stress Awareness Month. Absolutely, Dan. So, after the fanfare, we'll reveal who it is. Here we go. Because we like a little bit of ceremony whenever we can just sort of cram it in. So we may as well. I would like to say um, hello to, is it Charles or Charlie? Charlie. We're going with Charlie today. Uh, Marina, tell us, where is Charlie from? Charlie is from the wonderful Bournemouth Samaritans. Welcome and congratulations, uh, Charlie. Thank you very much indeed. Hope FM, proud broadcast partners of Community Action Network, providing professional and practical support to the voluntary sector in Bournemouth, Christchurch and Poole. See how CAN is helping communities flourish over at CAN100.org. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. It's early as Community uh, Now uh, today where we are featuring the work of the Community Action Network and we have just revealed who the Community Action Network community hero in the spotlight is for the month of April and it is Bournemouth and District Samaritans and delighted to say that Charlie the director um, for this branch of the Samaritans is with us this morning good morning Charlie good morning so um, we'll, we'll start I mean like I said before before we went to the break there people are going to be familiar with the Samaritans they would have come across uh, the the organisation Samaritans whether they're familiar um, with it from um, school and learning about the the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible or whether they see advertisements um, and everything that goes um, with it with social media posts people are going to have some sort of idea what Samaritans um, are but they might not be aware of how Samaritans is, is made up and mm-hmm. the, the people who work for Samaritans mm-hmm. just give us a bit of a background um, with Samaritans in Bournemouth. Okay, fine. Well, Samaritans in Bournemouth um, started in 1961 um, following the setup of Samaritans um, nationally in uh, 1953 by a gentleman called Chad Vara, who was um, um, an Anglican mm. uh, minister. And uh, when he set it up, he started speaking with people and in his church. And when people were waiting to speak to speak with him, some of his ladies from the com- com- congregation made coffees. Mm. He then realised that the ladies making the coffees were better at speaking to people than he was. So he decided the roles would be reversed and the volunteers were speaking with the people coming along to speak with him. So that's how it started. And as I say, we were the sixth branch to be set up in 1961 and we run in Bournemouth now. And we've been going. We've been going for what 60, 63 years. And Samaritans itself is having its seventieth anniversary yep. this year. Yeah. So that would be a big celebration for us. And the amount of people that Samaritans um, has helped probably uh, you probably wouldn't be able to count it over over um, all of these years that Samaritans has been has been going. Or, or have you been? Or have they been counting how many people? I, 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 I doubt it. But it's it must go into millions. It's the millions must go into millions. Yes, it certainly yes. has. Yes. Uh, to yourself, then, uh, Charlie. Uh, when and why did you first get involved? I got involved 10 years ago when um, I was retired and I think you reached a point in your life where you think well Mm. I've had a good life yes um, let's give something back Mm -hmm. and it's a very sort of basic simple thing to say but uh, that was my my motivation for doing it Um, and I've done it for the 10 years and uh, I find it rewarding and I'm very glad that I decided to take that role on. 
So, so did you become did you become a, a volunteer? Were you someone that was gonna, was when you first started take, taking calls? But, uh, I went to an information evening mm-hmm. and uh, I heard what was what was said and uh, was in, interesting what I heard. Went along then to what they call a selection evening and I was chosen, inf- interview, mm-hmm. and uh, then you start with the training. And uh, currently the training is six uh, or eight sessions, mm-hmm. uh, six during the week two at weekends and when you finish that then you go into the operations room mm-hmm. with a mentor and you start your pro your taking of course so describe for me then um, um a typical day for a samaritans a volunteer who's who's there in the control room where the phones are okay well there's always two people on a shift um and when you go in you both of you sign on to the computer mm-hmm. when you sign on to that computer you then have a button and you can say take the phone calls the phones are available so you click that button the phone will ring mm. so i could be speaking to one caller my colleague could be speaking to, to another caller and when you're talking you always got to start the phone call off in the same way samaritans can i help you that is how all samaritans will start that call Mm-hmm. Because it's a good way, an easy way, and it's a recon- nationally recognised mm-hmm. way of, of starting a call. So when you've made that introduction, then normally the caller will start telling you their story. Mm-hmm. When an appropriate time arises, I may something, say something like, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. How long have you been feeling that way? Mm-hmm. And when possible, I'll then say, my name is Charlie is there a name I can call you? Mm-hmm. Because I think speaking to somebody on the telephone, if you can use a name, it is far better than just, mm. how are you, how are you, what are you doing? So, But if you can say, Dan, how are you feeling today? Mm. It's much, much better than just a, a cold nothing. Okay. So we've talked to the caller, um, and then the way the call goes will obviously depend upon what the caller is saying to you. And... Uh, <clears throat> We can have calls covering a vast range of things. Mm. Samaritans were known once as the suicide organisation. Mm. We're far, far more than just suicide. We can talk about bereavement, we can talk about loneliness, we can talk about financial issues, and all of these um, problems are apparent in the community today. Um, the cost of living, mm. mental health, all these things can be talked about on the telephones. Have you seen over the years a, a change in those types of conversations and maybe the type of, of caller and the type of um, a thing that they're calling up, calling up about? Is it, is, have you seen a, a more, is it more diverse uh, these days? I mean, you mentioned obviously Samaritans is associated with um, suicide line, but are you seeing much more now than uh, different stories and different reasons now? I would say that at the moment, and there's far more callers are saying that they're suffering mental health issues, mm. um, which reflect in society, I'm mm. sure. Um, <clears throat> the number of calls, if we, stop, if we finish a call mm. and then don't switch a button off, the phone will ring again. Okay. You can also guarantee that, that if you're on shift, you could take a call after call after call. But the best thing we do is when you finish a call, if your colleague isn't on the phone, you talk about your call with your colleague. Well, I wanted to come on to because you said you were always working um, in pairs. And I guess there's, mm-hmm. there's safeguarding. Well, we'll talk about mm-hmm. safeguarding, but there's safeguarding yep. on both sides, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and for, yes. the, for the volunteers yep. as well. What's so important about working mm-hmm. in pairs? Well, one, you can talk about your call with, mm-hmm. with, the, <clears throat> with, with the 
other, the other person. If you're taking a very difficult call, that your 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 colleague will hopefully put their phone down and come and listen to your call. Okay. Yes. So they're supporting you that way. But when we start any shift, we ring what we call our leader, and we mm. say to the leader, "We're starting the shift." Mm. If a difficulty arose with a call or any other incident, you can ring your leader during the shift to talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. The end of a shift, we'll always debrief to the leader. Mm-hmm. So you you leave the call behind when you've gone because you've talked about the call and that call is now finished as far as you're concerned. So there's great support during every call. Because it, be, it, it, it must be difficult. I mean, um, having uh, being being that 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 listener there. Mm-hmm. I know you're not you're you're not giving advice. You're no, you're, no. you're you're listening and mm-hmm. you're and you're you're signposting. But it must be incredibly difficult hearing hearing those stories and that that impact that it could possibly have on on volunteers um, as well. It, it, it can do. It can do. Yes, yes. And that's why it's so important to have the leader, to have your colleague, to co- your colleague there that you can talk about it I- immediately. Um, as you say, we we don't give advice, mm. but the thing we try to do is instead of giving the advice, we try to get the caller to see the solution themselves. Sure. If they said to us, "Do you think I should?" Mm. and we could possibly say to them, "Well, what do you think would happen if you did?" So it is them, them finding the solution, them finding the way out, which is the important thing. What about follow up and, and, and aftercare with with callers? Is that is that something you do as well? Yes, we we can do. When when a call's been going for a certain length of time, sometimes you think it's just going around a little bit of a circle. Mm. So what we would say sometimes is, well, we've been talking for a, um, a period of time. If we stop the call now, would you be happy to think about what we've been talking about? Um, and if you need to, ring us back. That's one way. Another way would be to say, I, um, are you happy with we've been, what we've been talking about? Would, we li- would you like us to give you a follow-up call tomorrow or the day after? That's often the way when people are perhaps going into hospital for an operation or, or for mm. results of tests. They may ring us to say, I'm very uh, unhappy, I've got a test at uh, hospital sure. tomorrow. And we say, well, would you like us to ring you after you've got the result of the test to speak with you then? So that's, that's a follow-up call, and that is something which people are taking more and more. They talk to us one day, and perhaps a follow-up the next day is very, very useful. Okay. Stress Awareness Month, as it is, yes. is as it is mm-hmm. um, um, in April. We were talking a little bit um, off air as well, and uh, oh, there's a there's a tendency to, to to blame everything on either 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 COVID or, or cost mm-hmm. of living in, in 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 recent times. And I I did mm-hmm. ask. I, I said, Have you seen an increase mm-hmm. um, in number of people um, calling into mm-hmm. Samaritans um, over the past um, couple of years? What did what did you say to me? Um, I, I, I said to you, there's, it's difficult to know that because all the time I think Samaritans, yeah. you put the phone down, the phone will ring again. And that's, that, that's, 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 that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed, I don't mm. believe. No, the, the quality, uh, the, not the quality, the call content may have mm. changed in terms of men- more mental health issue, mm. issues. But uh, what Samaritans need, Samaritans need more and more volunteers. Sure. So the, the, every phone available in the country is available for 24 hours a day. So every caller can get through very quickly. We'll talk about how people can, if they're, if they're listening today, um, we'll be talking about volunteering, um, mm-hmm. obviously with, with, with CAN as well. But if anyone is interested in potentially uh, becoming Fine. a volunteer with mm-hmm. Samaritans, mm-hmm. we'll find out all the information about that. Um, but it is also good when talking about these sort of things to constantly remind people what the contact numbers are, 
how they can get in contact with right. Samaritans right. for either themselves or for mm-hmm. someone that they know. And we'll, sure. we'll just keep doing that uh, through the interview. Good, um, good. I know a lot of people know the, uh, the number. Of course, it's 24 hours a day, seven days exactly. a week. But what is that number? That number is 116123. 116123. Thank and it's, you. it's not just phone either. Um, there, is, there is email support as well. There's an email opportunity through the website, yes. Yep. Um, uh, so the, the two ways of contacting us, yes. Yep. But as I say, the phone number, 116-123, free from any mobile, any landline, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. Yeah, the rhythm of the rain, uh, the cascades there. Um, you reckon that's the first record you ever bought? It was. It was. 1960. Early. Early. <laughs> yeah, 1960-something. <laughs> um, early there. Okay. Um, Charlie, um, Director of Bournemouth and District Samaritans are with us because Samaritans are the community action hero. Heroes in the spotlight for the month of April. We mentioned that it was um, a stress awareness month and we've talked about how maybe the nature of calls has changed mm-hmm. over recent mm-hmm. times, but the volume of calls is still... You put the phone down after taking a call, it will ring straight away again. Right. Give, yes. give us the... the, the the stat how many how many calls samaritans are getting well the samaritans say that every 10 seconds somebody tries to contact us Mm. so that's a very very large number of people Mm. and uh, there are 200 branches in the country yeah Uh, we've got two two stations open every day or for 158 hours a week Um, some branches are smaller less hours so we need more and more people because more and more people are calling us Mm. and we need to be able to respond to them yeah um the sort of impact it might have on somebody if they if they did call Samaritans and then I mean it, it, it takes quite a bit for someone to uh, it does for, for p- some it people does. To, to pick up the phone very to, brave to, brave think, yes, to, to yes. ring that number mm-hmm. um, so that that volunteer drive to make sure that those people who have plucked up the courage to in order to, to, to ring up aren't um, left on hold so um, exactly. what sort of people are you looking for then what what are the qualities of people um, who who you want volunteering for the Samaritans or people you're looking for? People who can empathise with the callers, mm-hmm. yes. People who are, should we say, calm, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are very good listeners yeah. because that's the most important thing we should do, I think, is, is we listen. And uh, uh, people from any age range, all, all, mm-hmm. all age ranges, we're very, very fortunate in board. We, we've got young people right the way through to people like, like myself. And uh, the experience is it's great. We, we're all mixed together. I don't do shifts with just people of my age. Mm. You do shifts with with anybody, and we're learning off each other. So, so it's a real mix of ages. A real mix got. of ages. Yes, very That's much brilliant. so. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're emphasise again. Anyone um, interested in in volunteering for the Samaritans? Where can they go? What's the best way to get into contact? The best way to do it is through the website. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could advertise that website for us, please, Dan. Yes. There's a there's a, a site there where people can click on, and that will t- take them through a process of how they can volunteer. Yeah. Going through the website, there'll be our certain questions, um, and it makes people think: Could I do this? Can I do this this role? Um, and when they come out the other end, if they feel they can, then they can decide which branch they'd like to volunteer for on the website. So if they click Bournemouth, then it'll be picked up by us at this end, and we should contact them. 
fantastic yeah if you just go to samaritans.org um you can click on support us as volunteer i'm going for it right now live <laughs> on air i uh, click on um volunteer and it can take you through the step-by-step i've been there there's also uh, a website for the bournemouth branch specifically as well mm-hmm. which is samaritans.org forward slash branches forward slash um bournemouth um yeah fine thank you brilliant um stress awareness month um then uh, as it is uh, charlie i mean that won't that won't necessarily make a difference to to the people who are struggling out there and suddenly oh it's stress awareness month um i better start calling but we do see certain times of the year being more difficult um than most i know i mean it's 2023 i mean it's it's april in two days um it was christmas yesterday um do you see much seasonal fluctuations um throughout the year i don't think i don't think or is, or is that because everyone 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 assumes don't they that maybe at times like um uh, christmas or in in the in, in the winter months maybe it's um maybe, maybe it's harder or there is a there's going to be a influx of of calls or, or supported the support that's needed I, I i generally do a shift on christmas day mm. it's one of the quietest days okay which i i think in some minds it could probably be a very busy day sure but uh um i don't think really that the the season time of year does influence the calls at all really mm. certain in certain incidents national uh, world incidents uh mm-hmm. such as the earthquakes etc etc yeah. i think people are concerned about that mm. uh that can th- issues like that do- can increase the number of calls on that particular se- sector but really the calls can cover anything any day Okay. Mm. We want to talk about outreach as well into the mm-hmm. into the community, mm-hmm. maybe the work that you do with, with schools as well. Can yes. you tell us a little yeah. bit about that? Okay. Sadly, the work with schools during COVID um, mm. had to be sus- suspended. We can now go back into schools, and uh, we, we applied to go into some of our local schools, but we're a bit too late for this year. So from September onwards, we're hoping that we should be back in, in schools, speaking with 70 secondary age pupils mm-hmm. from year nine upwards. Um, a very important role, I think, which we have, and uh, we hope that the schools will take us up on that opportunity. And what sort of stuff do you do in schools? Then are you, are you, are you telling them about the importance of listening? Are you, t- are you just making sure they're aware of the, the fact that the services are there? What? It's, it's an awareness that, that we are there, and schools do it in a different way. Mm. Some schools, um, Samaritan can go in and speak to a class. Mm-hmm. Some schools will be going and speak to an assembly. The class is far better because mm-hmm. you get a, be- sure. a better uh, relationship. But uh, it is raising the awareness. We are here and this is what we can do. It's what we're available for. And uh, I think it's a, v- a vital role. Um, but in addition to, to schools, we um, we go into the police custody suite at Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, two sessions a week. Mm-hmm. We do a Tuesday morning at the moment and uh, a Thursday evening. And what happens there, uh, some of the prisoners are in their cells mm-hmm. and the custody officer will take us around, knock on the door and say to the person, would you like to talk to the Samaritans? They've got the choice, yes, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, if they decide to, they come out and the first thing we say to them is, we are nothing to do with the police. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. If you want to talk to us, please do talk. And oh. they don't talk generally about what they've done, mm-hmm. but it's generally about how life is so yeah. bad for them. I had no idea that Samaritans were involved um, in that mm-hmm. as well. That's, that's amazing mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. 
if school if schools or organisations or or, or 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 colleges wanted to have the Samaritans come into their to, to their places to talk about the yes. work, how would they go about through the, through the Bournemouth website? Through they the Bournemouth could website. Through the Bournemouth website. Yes. yes, and that website again is Samaritans.org. You've given me the crib sheet here, Charlie. So um, Samaritans.org forward slash branches forward. Uh, sorry, forward slash branches forward slash Bournemouth, or you can email Bournemouth.director at Samaritans.org. Is that your email address? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's perfect. That number, um, again, um, for anyone, it could be yourself or it could be a a friend or family member uh, that you want to pass the number on to. Charlie, remind us of the number for um, Samaritans again. 116-123. Fantastic. Could I just mention another piece of outreach? Of course you can. Another piece of outreach we do is called Hope for Food. Yeah, and that is carried on on a Thursday evening and a Sunday evening, mm-hmm. and volunteers go um, to the viaduct down by the town hall annex, mm-hmm. and a, a van comes along with food on, and the number there has increased now immensely, and about seventy mm-hmm. people may come along and want food, which mm-hmm. is fine, but there's always three Samaritans there, and when they walk along the line, yes, mm-hmm. they will stop and talk to people. Initially, I think they found it quite difficult because the the, the people did not want to talk to Samaritans. Mm-hmm. Sure. But now the barriers are being broken down and it's become a, a very, very useful exercise for the people attending and for the Samaritans. It's been a great eye-opener and I think they've benefited a great deal from it. That's now expanded and now every so often um, the street vets go. So many great. of the attendees have got dogs, or, yeah. yes, as you know, and uh, the street vets are there and to care for the animals. So it, that's a fantastic piece of out- outreach, which started with a food van, mm. which now involves Samaritans, yeah. and now involves uh, uh, the, um, uh, the street vets. I think it's a fantastic yeah, a piece. collaborative yes. effort by all these brilliant, exactly. brilliant organisations. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Of course, we've yes. been talking about um, um, with Community Action Network. Um, Marina, you were talking about um, earlier the, that sort of need uh, businesses need uh, the, what they can offer um, uh, charities and organisations if they are in need. And, and Charlie, you had a s- story about um, you mentioned something that um, benefited from being a member of Can. There was there was a True. need for the Samaritans. True. That's right, um, and we approached Can. And said that we were looking for a, um, a health and safety officer. Mm-hmm. And now, we, I think in two years, we've got the most fantastic health and safety officer, oh, great. which we achieved through camps. Fantastic. Yes. Excellent. Brilliant work. Yeah. And uh, I would love to make a plea for some more people. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, the, well the, the platform is yours, is Charlie. It? This, is, this is your show. Thank you very much indeed. Because one thing which we have in Bournemouth is, is a Samaritan shop. It's in Christchurch Road. Mm-hmm. And that is a fantastic opportunity for students and anybody to go in and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. The staff are there are fantastic. They are. Big shop, lots of, of um, items to sell. We need more volunteers in that shop, please. Okay. Yes, we really do. Hours by negotiation with the manager. Yes, a few hours a day this week perhaps not next week but volunteers will really really help us and uh, make that shop thrive and it'll be very very beneficial for everybody that's one we've at the branch we have a garden yes and we it's a small garden but it's an opportunity for somebody who may be living in a flat no mm-hmm. a garden no longer would like just to come along and wow. in the summer just no need to mow the lawns that's that's covered mm-hmm. by somebody else but keep the, the borders pretty mm-hmm. do the baskets for us we provide the stuff but somebody to come along it's an opportunity for somebody in the community to come and oh wow op- operate with, with with somebody else yes if somebody's housebound and they wanted to do something for Samaritans, mm-hmm. it would be fantastic if we had somebody who could make some grant applications for us. Yes. Yes. Money's always difficult. 
money is always a, always a problem for, for charities. But somebody who could do some grant applications, opportunities where we could get some funding, that would be absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. And if you're interested in any of those, who would have thought it? Uh, um, you know, volunteering for the Samaritans isn't just about the, the, the telephone support, no, which is incredibly all. important, but who would have thought that you had a gardener opening sure, uh, for sure. the Samaritans? That's right. there? It's, it's a, the, the support Samaritans are as important as the listening yeah. Samaritans, certainly. And if anybody's interested, there's a, there's a lady's name there, Ruby, yeah. s- uh, the secretary. Ruby. Yes. I haven't got it there. Um, I haven't got it in front of me, but I've got all the other details okay. that, um, that you need. Um, that website, again, is Samaritans.org. The, for the Bournemouth branch, That's it's it. Samaritans.org forward slash branches forward slash Bournemouth. But if you go onto the main Samaritans website, you'll be able to click through. Uh, yes. Perhaps you are listening. Maybe internet access isn't isn't easy for you. Um, or if you have got a friend um, or something, a family member that can help you out with that or alternatively you can always contact the station and us here at the station will be able to point you direct you. direction or um be able to hook you up with um a bournemouth samaritans uh to tell them about um you're interested in becoming mm-hmm. a volunteer our phone number here is 01202 um one that website again samaritans.org for the bournemouth branch samaritans.org forward slash branches forward slash bournemouth and that samaritan support line 24 hours a day free from all landlines and mobiles 116 123 i want to emphasize that the fact that it's not just the 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 phone is it there, there is email support there is email support well. there is email support through through the website yes through the website yes. um too charlie thank you so much for all the brilliant work um that you do um with samaritans it touches so many people and has touched so many people over all all of these years we were uh, millions of people the samaritans um has helped and, and continues um to support um and best of luck um and congratulations again thank you. for being community action networks here in the spotlight <laughs> well for done. april can i offer our thanks well to to can for, for selecting us thank, <laughs> thank you, you the brilliant thank work you. Well they do. thank you final word then to, to you charlie for today um please if you can and would love to join samaritans please come and join us if you're any stress or distress at all please do remember that number 116123 it's free please don't suffer in silence please ring please speak to us thank you 90.1 hope fm and hopefm.com